How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Good morning, good afternoon. Noon, good evening, wherever you are listening to. Welcome to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. As always, I am your host, I guess co-host today, Jamie Filer, and I am privileged to have Professor Matthew Park on with me today talking about habits that will help your fitness business. Matthew, how are you? I am doing absolutely awesome, Jamie. Hang with you. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm glad you're here. It's awesome. Let's roll. It's going to be a fantastic. Looking forward to it, Jimmy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, you did something a little bit out of habit. You went on a trip to the West Coast. You're in Vancouver, Canada, visiting Magnum HQ. And I wanted to discuss it because your strength is networking. Correct. Yeah. Correct. This is in your wheelhouse. This is your superpower connection, communication. So I would love to know why you chose habits and habits that will help your fitness business as the topic for today's podcast? Great question. So I'm noticing, actually, it's funny because I was in Vancouver for obviously a couple of days. And I'm noticing trainers and coaches right now that are actually right now not only thriving in TRM and our family, Jamie, but also in general out there mm-hmm. in the marketplace. And I'm realizing what they're doing to make to create success, obviously, on, on, on the company, but also in others of their life. And I'm realizing that habits, whether it comes to performance, whether it comes to education, when it comes to your business, when it comes to even your life, and what is actually happening with those that actually are succeeding with their business and those that actually aren't, and what are the ones that actually they're doing that are making them really succeed and grow? I love that. I love that. Okay. So it gave you like perspective to get away, to get out of your day-to-day habit, gave you perspective on what other people were doing. So I think That's really important to identify, and that's a great place to start. Of course, I have a couple of notes. Before we discuss what habits trainers should be doing, I think we should start with perspective. What are productive habits you are already utilizing that are currently helping you, but also what are sabotaging habits Mm -hmm. that you have that you you know, may not know you have, uh, that are getting in the way of you moving forward. Can you give us some samples of both productive habits and sabotaging habits that you notice? Yes, that'd be awesome for sure. Productive habits. Number one is reviewing your metrics on a regular basis. So for example, reviewing your lead gen flow, your conversion of calls, Leads coming in, um, where leads are actually coming in from certain areas, um, how, where the numbers always are for your company and so forth. And actually getting just down to the nitty gritty of like, what's your basic data and numbers for the business on a regular basis, number one, which is kind of boring, but it's very important for the growth. Number two, I would say on the sabotage, it's more of the angle of this. And it's, I think it's the angle of when trainers are so focused on just posting and not actually, you know, for example, they miss me in posting they skip a whole week now, right? It's almost like, hey, if you can get five days in a week or three days in a week or whichever your goals obviously are, if you miss it, no big deal, is don't self-sabotage and make it a week or two week long thing. Get back on the horse and start back fresh the next day. 
And yeah. that is why I believe we have a coach like Jamie on our team who holds you accountable when, when things do happen like that, because it's going to happen with certain things in your life. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're, you're sabot- So you're saying that the sabotaging habit is when people have said, Oh, you know, I haven't posted in the last three to five days. I just won't post this week or the next couple of, and just almost like quit doing it for a while because I didn't do it for a couple of days. So why don't I just, you know, keep it going for the next week yeah. or they don't check their numbers or their sales call numbers. And all of a sudden they forget about that. And all of a sudden it becomes a two week or three week long thing they forget about. And now it's a month down the road, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have other examples of productive habits that you've seen our trainers use? hundred percent. I would say that when you look at the, at the aspect of marketing for their business is don't depend on just one level. So for habit, for example, is, Hey, when you're out there building your business and you're in Austin TRM, you're getting coaching, you're getting support with your business. If you're just doing one marketing thing really well, it's great. But also look at if you're going to build a good habit, build a good marketing habit of either doing three things well or routinely as opposed to just doing one thing. Because if one thing will go sour for you, you want to have two or three or four backup plans to work for you in the, in the marketing and the sales process for your business to keep generation of growth happening for you. Can I, can I ask you a follow-up question? Yes. Okay. There are other people uh, who would say, well, you have to make hay while the sun is shining. Yep. What would you say to those people? Okay. I would say that while the same things obviously are going well is keep things going well, but also make sure that, hey, if there's right now, if you've got three or four avenues of your marketing and sales going and they're in their routine and one goes really well, the sun is shining, that's awesome. But all of a sudden, what if that sun doesn't shine one day and you've got two or three backup plans to take care of you when the sun actually isn't shining? And we've all kind of been there with our business once in a while where, where we depend on one thing, for example, Instagram only and do mm. nothing else. But what if Instagram puts you down for a week or two? Yeah. But what if your account gets hacked? Right? Yeah. Now, so it's the angle of like, hey, marketing. And so the habits come into what are your marketing sales efforts? So when the sun is shining, you actually can gather the hay in multiple avenues, even when things are going on these wavelengths in your business. That's a really good point. That is a really good point. So how do you define a productive habit versus a sabotaging one? And I know that sounds, well, obviously, you know, if you're sabotaging, but I would argue that some people spend a lot of time on TikTok because they've heard that you can get so many leads from it. And of course, to an extent, that's true, right? But, um, you know, what about, at what point does the TikTok become a sabotaging habit, right? Like, how do you define Productive versus sabotaging. Your questions were really good, Jamie. Um, Productive and sabotaging. So productive, I would say, for example, is, hey, if you're going to commit to TikTok, do it on a certain level that you commit to. Sabotage with the angle of, hey, it's almost like you say you're going to do TikTok and you start, you know, you do one post and don't do it for the next month. So it's almost the angle of, hey, if you're in social media, obviously from where you're going at, pick the one or two areas you want to focus on or three, whatever you're focusing on and just do them and do them, just do them well and routinely to get in the habit of doing them. I think where most coaches get sabotaged is they, they almost try to do like almost like five different social media at the same time. And they're doing all five networks kind of, I don't use the word half-assed, right? And where if they're doing their Instagram or their Facebook really, really well um, and they introduce YouTube, 
okay, awesome, do your YouTube really well, not half corked or not really well. Because if you don't do that right, all of a sudden you self-tabbed up. Now you're like, well, one video goes up, you go to the next one, and now you're like doing all these different networks at the not at the full capacity. Okay, so it becomes sabotaging when you do when you spread yourself too wide versus going deep. And now all of your efforts look like you only put a half, a half ass into them. There you go. Okay. So then what then makes it productive, a productive habit? Pick your three or four and do just do them. So if it happens to be an email a week, do an email a week. If it actually is, you know, networking every single week with a new collaboration to generate leads, do that once a week. Okay. Wait, I did not phrase, I didn't phrase it correctly. I didn't meant, I, sorry. No, 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 it's on me. I didn't mean like, give me an example of a productive habit. I could think that sending out an email a week is productive. But when I look at my MailChimp backend, I see that there are zero opens and zero clicks. Just because I'm doing it, it has not proven productive. So how do you define what a productive habit is? Okay, got it. The angle of definitely obviously looking at number one, if you're doing emails and you're getting an open rate, obviously that's and then the angle obviously could come into is your content speaking is your to the audience properly? Is there too much selling in your emails? Is subject line not very good for open rate period? Like that might mean like right now email has gotten very saturated and say, same with certain social media as well. So the angle is if you're going to do email, maybe learn better ways to be better at your email and learn techniques, tactics, educate yourself on the actual process. If you're going to use social media, hire Jamie, do your Instagram for you or, or find ways to you know maximize the Instagram for you on certain levels and go deeper as opposed to trying to do four at the same time. And then all of a sudden you're like, why am I getting no results? Right. Okay. I like that. So pick a, pick a measure, pick a metric to measure that will determine whether it's serving you or not. Exactly. How long would you give something before you say this just isn't a productive habit anymore? I would say that you'd want to, for example, if you're going to look at your emails, for example, and you're saying, you know, one email obviously is not really probably maximizing its full power yet. But if you're new emails, for example, give it a three month time for actually like learning subject lines, uh, open process metric, what exactly makes sense for you in emails or find ways to actually generate more awareness, actually bringing more emails into your awareness um, to create storylines and subject lines and persuasion and copy that actually makes sense on how to actually engage more with your email audience, or even like tell your audience, Hey guys, I'm now going to be engaging in emails more twice a week. If you want to learn more about that, come over to my email list and we'll talk more about that over there. Got it. Yeah. Like a, ha- like a, a call to action. Sure. Um, what habits do you do? What are your habits that have that? I mean, and, and how have your habits evolved? Let's start with Let's start with what you do now, and then we'll talk about how they've evolved. Perfect. My first habit right now is my wake-up time is always 5 a.m. Every, every morning. 5 a.m. Every, every morning, number one. Number two is I do what we call now a sacred six first thing in the morning. That actually is a means for me actually to get myself in state actually for the first part of my day. And number three is for sales and marketing is one email a week right now is my standard to get that going right now for the week. Number three is I want three posts out for social media posts every single week out for my habit as well. But in more than three, awesome. Big win, all, all the power. Um, my other aspect, obviously, for habits for me as well is obviously for me is getting a walk a day in from for my mindset as far as like decompressing as well. And sales calls is I want to, you know, Jamie from, from TRM, I want to be in eight sales calls a week. Mm. 
So 108 sales calls a week means something isn't working over here to get to that eight sales calls a week. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, what's going to turn the engine forward to help the business grow to serve me personally and professionally that helps the team, my family, and also myself to get right. better as well. Um, what was the most recent sabotaging habit you removed? Mm. That's a good one, Jamie. I would say I, I actually had to redo my new version here recently, my new version of myself. And I've realized my newest habit I probably changed right now was, which actually is kind of funny, is actually getting to bed earlier. Oh, I like so that. Easy. Okay. Um, it actually was difficult because I, for myself, I was realizing in the evening, I caught myself trying to work that hour before bed to actually catch up on work, you know, with the kids are in bed and, and it's kind of quiet. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, I'm not working past nine o'clock anymore. It is my chance to go for a walk outside, bed by 10, relax with the kids at 830 and like have my chance for Matthew. I get it. Where I caught myself before doing a little bit of work to say, oh yeah, get a little bit of work before bed. We would get to go all of a sudden 10 o'clock turns 11 o'clock. And now I'm waking up at five o'clock in the morning, not recharged and refreshed. Yep. Yep. So uh, it is said, I believe it was Charles Duhigg in The Power of Habit in his book. He says that it takes 66 days to make a new habit. The first 21 days are when we remove the old habit. The second 21 days is when we start to instill the new habit. And then the third phase, the last three weeks are when we really solidify that new habit. Do you believe that you have to replace an old habit with a new habit? I definitely agree. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I would yeah. love to hear actually your angle of habits because I noticed in you, you've been like in the morning, you've been like journaling, meditating, all these sort of things. Mm. I would love to hear what you're doing right now for your habits right now in the morning. Sure. So I do have a morning routine. Um, Katie and I wake up at the same time every day. It's 6.30. Um, she goes on the walk with the dogs. I get their breakfast and mine ready. Uh, we, I listen. And during that time, I also listen to a meditation on the Calm app, whatever one they have for that day. I don't get to choose it. Um, typically, though, as it happens, it's always one that like I need that day. You, you know, the universe just gives that to us. Uh, we have breakfast together. And then before I actually get to my work, like this is my little laptop station, mm -hmm. there's a journal beside the laptop and in it is my workout for the day, um, my goals and my to-do list, but also an intention for the day and a section that says what I'm grateful for. So the night before the to-do list and the goals are always filled out so that I know what's on my plate in terms of like my professional life. But I always write my intention and my what I am grateful for in the morning before I'm like allowed to start working. So that is that is my morning habit. I love that. I love that. What time are you in bed in the evening, Jamie? Uh, this is a little bit more flexible. All screens are off by 9 p.m. in our house. Uh, then we either read or we chat, but no later than 10 p.m. every night. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. So right now, what would you say is one of the things you probably removed, like a, a bad habit or a self, self habit for you that was removed and replaced with a better habit for you in the last like couple um, of months? I have stopped looking at my Instagram, act, like my actual feed. Okay. Uh, and same with TikTok. Um, if anything, I do go on the explore page or the discover page because that actually tells me what's trending. So yep. I'll know 
you know, what transitions to use, what audio to use, what people in either the business industry or the personal training industry are talking about right now. Um, and, you know, obviously this is unfortunate because it's my friends who are on my feed, so I don't always get to see their posts, but I have removed scrolling my news feed on all social media um, platforms. Interesting. Yep. I like that. That's yep. awesome. Wow. Um, but going back, because this is about, this is about fitness, right? Yes, the fitness, I want to, right. Um, we tell our trainers in TRM to come up with a power list, three to five actions that you can commit to every single day, right. Uh, that are going to propel your business forward. And we all have seasons of our mm -hmm. business, uh, mm -hmm. months, right. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the activities you're going to commit to look different in the summer because it's a little bit slower than they do in January when business is booming. So what would you say are like three things people need to do in this season? It's June 1st. It's the beginning of a new month. We're heading into summer, mm -hmm. honestly, right? Q2. Here we go. Um, what do people need to be focusing on? I would say three things. Number one is on their metric angle, I know it sounds kind of boring, Gene, but definitely looking at making sure, like, understand what metrics are they measuring? Because I've realized trainers um, in our TRM process, obviously, the ones that are measuring their numbers and metrics get better results, period. Absolutely. Okay. Number one is metrics. Yes, good. Number two. To find what those actually are, obviously, for your business. Number two is on the marketing side of things or sales side of things is get into the habit of what are you doing to generate sales calls for your business? Okay. Okay. So is that going to be DM reach outs? Is it social media posting? Is it, what are you doing? And number two is develop the habits every day in the course of the week that actually generate for you sales calls in your business. Number two. Okay. And number three, which actually is kind of a funny one is, is sleep. <laughs> I know it's not business related, but I find if the trainers aren't getting enough rest and they get tired and overwhelmed, boom, they start to get lazy on their habit on, on basically their oh, business habits sure. metrics and so forth. Yeah, I would say yeah. that, you know, like we mentioned about wake up time and sleep time, which really isn't business, but it kind of is, is establish the habit of like, um, you know, waking up whatever time is, you know, whether it's five or six, whatever you want for your business. And then getting that, that time of evening, I've actually like shut down by the end of the day, boom, those three are basically like, Hey, numbers, marketing sales, and then recovery. I think that's brilliant. I think that's brilliant. And, and mostly establishing a routine because you can sleep you know, from 11 till seven, one day, 12 till eight, the next nine till six, the next, and there's just no consistency. And the point of a habit is consistency. So I totally agree with you. Don't, but don't just sleep, make a routine of yeah. how you're going to get to bed and then when you're going to wake up and, and then how your day, how your day goes from there. Totally. hundred percent, Jamie. hundred percent. Love it. Love it. And guys, if you're struggling with, you know, going back to the beginning of this conversation, how do we define a productive habit versus a sabotaging habit? What are productive versus sabotaging? As we always say in TRM, do a time audit of your day. Every half hour, write down where you are and what you're doing and catch yourself. If you find yourself like at three points throughout the day, if you have written scrolling, probably a destructive sabotaging habit. So in order to identify what you're doing, we need to know, we need perspective. Yeah. Um, Matthew, what else am I missing? What else do we need to discuss? I'd love to actually kind of go into this for a second. If we could, Jamie, actually, it's, it's something about, um, for 
what I've actually been learning recently, actually right now with, as you know, my two young children are at home full time. So I've realized how to structure more effectively with kids at home full time, a four and two year old. Mm. And I've realized the habit of being patient and the habit of being flexible, but not derail yourself is also very important. Mm. If our kids were nine, 10, 11, I think it'd be a lot easier because the kids are older. Sure. When they're young, they're coming to the office probably every hour, seeing what I'm doing on a call, whatever else. And it's being, it's building more of like, I would say almost like a, a habit of calmness and flexibility in your approach in your business where it's like, Hey, here are the things you're going to you commit in the course of your day. But Hey, if things happen to fall off track, don't worry about it. Get back on track and don't be feel guilty about it. It's, it's part of life. Yeah. So if you got kids or dogs or small kids or whatever at home and you're an entrepreneur, trainer, growing your business right now, guys, because many of you guys obviously are. Stick to what you can focus on. Commit as best you can to the process. Keep evolving it. Jamie talked about, you know, three months into your building a habit process. But if you do have things on there, obviously what we call distractions, are they actually more the angle of, so here's the thing I want to mention to you. Actually, one thing I read in a book recently, actually from uh, Boeson, was he talked about Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And he says, you know, listen, these guys, when they're doing a free throw and they're, you know, winning the game, right, back in the day, there's thousands of people around them yelling, miss your shot. There are players out there probably, you know, giving them whatever they want a bad rap. So the whole thing is like distractions are still around us all the parts of our day. The question is, can you be calm in chaos? Because it's defining what actually ours is a distraction for you right now. Maybe for right now, you can things you control for social media, you can control. Maybe there are things, for example, you have kids at home and they're different, more difficult to control in your business model. So right now, if you can control your social media scrolling, but you can create flexibility with your kids that creates a habit of also like, you know, becoming better in your model of like establishing those kind of boundaries for yourself. I love that. I love that. So for all parents or people who have those distractions, uh, take heed, pay attention, control what you can. Love it. Love it. Anything else you would like to finish with? That has got it, Jamie. How about you? Uh, Any thoughts from you all you want to share before we kind of, that was actually really good. Definitely remember the fact that um, if you want to, if you want to currently break a bad habit, you have to replace it because otherwise all you're going to do is create a void. Um, and who like, you know, if we use the example of, let's say drugs and alcohol, if you take away drugs, you might replace drugs with alcohol because you've not replaced it with something positive. You've just created a void. So guys, if you're going to remove a sabotaging destructive habit, from your day, please replace it with something productive, something positive, something that brings light and abundance into your days. I love that. that that's amazing. It. I love that. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us here on the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show. And for those of you in podcast land, thank you for joining us from Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you are listening. Please make sure you rate us, you subscribe. And if you like what you've heard, definitely share us on Facebook and Instagram, tag us at Trainer Revenue Multiplier, and we cannot wait for you to join us next week. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you for listening to the Trainer Revenue Multiplier show. If you love today's episode, head on over to Trainer Revenue Multiplier on the iTunes and Spotify and subscribe to the show today. 
take a screenshot with your phone of this episode and share on your social media and let us know any questions you may have, things you enjoyed about the show or things you want to see more of coming down the pipeline and tag us at Train Revenue Multiplier on your social media. And if you are looking for more real money making business building things to help you grow to the next level in your business, have your more income and have you working smarter, harder in your business, then head on over to trmshow.com to book your free 30-minute business building call today. We look forward to hearing from you, serving you, and of course, delivering more impact for your business. Have a great day. Take care. Let's keep growing.